Hey everybody, you're listening to Canary Cry Radio. My name's Basil. And this is Gons. Welcome to A Flyby. A Flyby, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while since you've heard A Flyby, but we're bringing them back. We thought we would start with this one. We have talked a lot about cryptocurrency a little bit on this show, much more on our other show, Canary Cry News Talk, which you are, if you are not listening to, you are missing out. But like I said, we've been talking a lot about cryptocurrency and the mechanics behind it. What does it mean for our future? How can we harness its power to gain the strength of a full grown man and an imaginary currency? (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, But we found we came across a very interesting cryptocurrency that's floating around out there. And uh, guns, tell me about it. Yeah, so they're called Bible Pay, and we reached out to them because obviously, being people interested in cryptocurrencies, its impact and potential futures, both good and bad, we wanted to find out more about why Bible Pay was different or unique in this space. So, yeah. you know, they, they have the name Bible in there, it caught our attention. <laughs> and Pay. Yeah, pay um, money. <laughs> well, Gans, you know, it was fascinating because you and I have sort of talked about this. We both have pretty good, actually, I, I, I'm confident saying we have pretty good understandings of cryptocurrency and their potentials and downfalls, and as well as the technical aspects of it. And we were kind of thrown around the idea about kind of uh, working the Bible into the blockchain and maybe developing a currency around that. Just something for Christians to kind of have access to and, you know, hopefully make a difference in the world and also have the Bible recorded on the blockchain. Well, seems like we weren't the only ones with this idea. Yeah, and we'll get into it. It's it's an interesting conversation because uh, it's a little different from what you guys might be used to, hence the flyby. You yeah, know, if it's if it's not your your flavor, uh, what you're used to, then um, uh, there there it goes. It just flew by. <laughs> yep, that's right. We're bringing back the flyby. So uh, this is one where if you're interested in cryptocurrency or want to be interested in cryptocurrency or maybe interested in how you know the Bible is could interact with the blockchain or something like that, go ahead and, and try this one out. Um, I think. Oh, oh, one more thing before we jump okay. in. Sorry. Well, we're not going to jump in yet, but yes, what do you got? Okay. Just wanted to mention that the guy that created Bible Pay is not the guy we spoke to. We spoke to a couple of people that represented the company, uh, which was kind of an interesting thing. I think we go over some of that in the discussion, but yeah, yeah just to, just as yeah. a as a setup, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yep. I I was gonna mention something similar. I I think the conversation we have and the people that we spoke to and their stories, which you you will hear more about on the episode, are representative of the interesting. Uh, groups of people that come together with uh, in this sort of cryptocurrency space, um, especially when you're trying to do something decentralized and mainly with volunteers, or at least you know you, it's hard to post a job opening for something like this. Right. So I don't know. It's it's just a, I think more than anything a very interesting look 
into the culture of cryptocurrency. And you know what? We're going to just leave it up to you guys to make a decision for yourselves about this particular cryptocurrency. I know we have some investors out there and some people keeping an eye on the markets and uh, i will be very interested to hear what you guys think about this maybe you can look into it after the show yeah and uh we were uh, not paid to do this nor no. do we uh, currently at this time we own any bible pay do you own any, own yeah. any bible pay nope okay. i don't I, I don't own any bible pay and just to be clear and the reason we are mentioning this is because there's a lot of cryptocurrencies out there that do pay podcasters um to just get out the message yeah promote uh, it with the promote at their icos uh i guess just as a fair disclaimer you know i don't i don't want to say anything necessarily good or bad about this particular cryptocurrency but i will say that this is not an advertisement we received no uh payment or anything like that and it is not necessarily an endorsement of this cryptocurrency right it was just a a curiosity have we covered our butts yet gons uh, i think yeah <laughs> <laughs> like teflon now <laughs> you can't get us sec okay um all right guys uh here we go i guess we'll just jump into it and see how it goes Hey everybody, welcome to Canary Cry Radio. My name's Basil. And this is Gons. Welcome to a flyby. We did it. We did it. Another <laughs> flyby. Everybody's been bugging us for a year or two about the flybys, but we're here. We've got a very exciting topic for you guys. Uh, as you know, we've been talking about cryptocurrencies for quite a while, and uh, we've, 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 we caught one. We caught our very own uh, cryptocurrency developers here. So we're going to talk about something pretty exciting, very interesting, and specifically for our listeners. I can't wait for you guys to hear about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like Basil said, we've been talking about cryptocurrencies for the last year and a half or so, just generally speaking. And we've talked about how it might be the greatest thing ever to allow humanity to overcome the whole new world order system by breaking free from the clutches of the central banks and international governments or it will lead to the most invasive economic and biological enslavement program we've ever seen. You know, we, we kind of get extreme with that, but in front of us are many changes and innovations that are about to take place, especially with Web 3.0 coming online, which includes this thing that people call digital money, internet money, or simply cryptocurrencies. So what's that mean for the church? Well, it could mean companies like Bible Pay could help Christians take advantage of this technology to not only serve the lost and needy, but to spread and share the gospel. So joining us on Canary Cry Radio, Togo and Luke from Bible Pay. What's up, guys? Hey. So I am so interested in this. Togo and Luke, I want to, before we hop right into all the hot deets, as the kids are calling <laughs> oh them these gosh. days, <laughs> um, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'll, I'll choose. Luke, you go first. Togo, you can go second unless you uh, unless you're uncomfortable with that arrangement. But let us know who you are. How'd you get into cryptocurrency? What's your worldview like? Uh, let us. Who are we talking to today? Okay, hi, I'm Luke. I am. I live in New Zealand, so a pretty nice place to be right now. Um, I got into cryptocurrency about well, let's say September last year. I was just sort of learning about it because I'm kind of that technically minded so it appealed to me 
And then uh, I, le- I learned about this project called Bible Pay, which being a Christian kind of appealed to me as well. So I've kind of gone from there, really. Awesome. And what's your role in Bible Pay? Not sure. I have an official role, but I'm, I'm basically a community member that likes to get involved. So I, I kind of do a, a little bit behind the scenes. Hey, it's the community members that like to get involved that uh, make this world go round. So we appreciate that, Luke. (laughs) Togo, how about you, buddy? Hey, I got into cryptocurrency about six months ago, seven months ago over the summer. I had been reading a book about uh, economics, uh, Basic Economics by Thomas Sal. And uh, I've always leaned politically pretty libertarian. And so for me, this was uh, a great way to have money that wasn't in the government's control and to have that freedom and to send it to whoever I want to send it to. Uh, and so Bible pay, I just randomly found, and I really liked, uh, the messaging and I liked that they were helping orphans and somehow I just kept getting more and more involved. Uh, I wrote technical guides. I did testing. Uh, I now run social media accounts. Uh, and it's been an interesting journey. That's interesting. Now what struck you so much about Bible pay? Well, I just, you know, I like working for, you know, good, good causes, good companies, you know, good people. And I like that, you know, 10% of, of these coins, of these funds are going back towards, you know, helping people in the world, helping those in distress. Um, and right now we're currently sponsoring uh, about 203 orphans a month. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And taking a look through your website uh, there at, uh, what's, what's uh, let me pull it Biblepaid.org. There you go, biblepay.org. Wow, you even skipped over the .io. Look at you guys. Um, you know, skimming through the website there, you got, uh, it seems like there's all sorts of ways that Bible Pay is helping out the world. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that as we continue. Let's let's just jump in and start with what exactly is Bible Pay? Because I think a lot of our listeners, you know, they've heard Bitcoin, they've heard maybe a couple of the other ones, Ethereum, and, you know, they've heard us talk about cryptocurrencies more generally. Um, but, you know, when you talk about a specific coin that does something specific, Bible Pay, what, what is it? So Bible Pay is a, a cryptocurrency, global decentralized online, you know, internet currency backed by a cryptography. And so there's a lot of those. There's probably over a thousand, two thousand cryptocurrencies. And what makes Bible Pay, you know, unique is that 10% of the coins do go to charity, but also uh, the Bible is actually coded into the uh, blockchain algorithm. Uh, and every block solved is a, a verse of the Bible. Uh, and inside of the, the coin wallet, there, you can actually read the full Bible and go through it. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I got to say, so, so here, here's what I think about that, because that, that's really neat. You know, th- this idea that the Bible is being coded onto the blockchain is really fascinating because some of our views here is that, that there will come a time when, you know, it becomes pretty, maybe not, well, yeah, illegal maybe to own a Bible. There's already places like that in the world, but oh wow, yeah. So, so we think that that might happen at, at a larger scale someday, maybe not in our lifetime, but possibly. And in that sense, to take down the Bible, when you're talking about it's on a blockchain, you'd have to literally, if, if it grows large enough and there's more, and enough people uh, hosting and stuff, that you literally you have to take down quite a bit of people to take down the Bible itself. It's a really interesting concept. Do you guys have, either one of you, uh, Luke or Togo, do you guys have any response to that or thoughts regarding that? Yeah, well, I guess, I guess for me, I've always kind of felt, well, since I became a Christian, I've always felt very lucky that 
you know, we live in an age where in my country and in your country, I believe it's really easy to get your hands on the word of God. Whereas maybe in, you know, mid century England, <laughs> you know, it was quite hard. It was all in Latin. Right. So I think, I think we live in a really amazing time where it is so freely available to English speaking people. And yeah, the idea that it's permanently on the blockchain and essentially impossible to uh, ever destroy completely is, is really quite exciting. Yeah, especially, you know, there are countries even today where the Bible is outlawed and, uh, you know, people can catch pretty harsh punishments for, for harboring the text. And, uh, you know, especially with the upcoming Web 3.0, you know, certain countries around the world, they also are restricting the internet access for their citizens and especially those who are on some sort of a list. And this is a great way to provide another access to the scriptures outside of your traditional, you know, ISP. So, you know, that it, it's kind of revolutionary in that way as well, having it built right into the blocks that you guys are using to, in layman's terms, produce this uh, cryptocurrency. Now, that's fantastic. Now, real quick, and this is, uh, you know, a question we, we uh, ask almost all of our People where Luke, you mentioned that uh, after becoming a Christian, you know, you found this very valuable. And so, Togo, you mentioned that you found this, you appreciated this very much because of the good it was doing. Uh, do you have experience in the Christian tradition? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, so, I was raised in in a Catholic family, and I went to to church regularly. I went to to Bible study. I went to a Catholic school, but I'm actually agnostic. But it has been. This project has been leading me to coming back and, you know, looking at Christianity again and reading more about it. But, but yeah, I, I really liked, as, even as an agnostic, what this project was doing and that it was giving back and not being as greedy. And I'm really down for that. Well, yeah, great. That's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. And, you know, and I know a lot of people can be afraid of Christians and people, especially, <laughs> uh, you know, Bible thumpers like me and Gons. But don't worry, we don't bite. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're, we're very impressed with the project you're involved with. So do not fear. I, I got a quick question. So you guys said how with every block, there's another verse of the Bible. Is that, as I understand, there's 23,145 verses. How many blocks do you guys? You have? mean as I just googled? Yeah, for sure. I just googled that, but <laughs> but yeah, is that, is that something? Is does it repeat after it finishes, or what? What do you have in mind there? That's actually a great question. Um, I'm not sure the total number of blocks that 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 Bible play has. Togo, do you know? Uh, I know there will be. I don't know how many blocks. I know there's about thirty-eight thousand right now that have been mined so far. Okay, so you guys, um, yeah, so the website, probably go up to hundreds of thousands. Yeah, the website mentioned uh, 205 blocks per day, uh, right. seven-minute right. block targets. So, yeah, I'm sure there will be some sort of repetition, or you can maybe you can uh, switch versions. I know you guys are using the KJV. Some listeners out there might uh, might want uh, a, a, maybe a different translation without so many these and thous, or or bring it back to the Dead Sea Scrolls. You know, just do the Hebrew. Straight Just go up. all the way back. Yeah. Original languages. Now, I'm reading on the website here again. You have uh, some pretty interesting technical details, which we're going to get into. But under your About Bible Pay, you have using proof of, of distributed computing. 90% of our miners' processing power goes to helping researchers find cures for AIDS and HIV, malaria, cancer, and Alzheimer's. 
Can you put that into layman's terms for some uh, listeners here? Yeah, I can do that. So this, this has been a very new development in BioPay, only in the last month that we implemented this. Um, but essentially, when someone who's trying to you know, create these cryptocurrencies, uh, they have to solve this really complicated uh, mathematical formula. And it uses a lot of computing power and, and quite a bit of energy to, to do that, which is not particularly good for the environment. So what our developer thought was, well, we could put that exact same energy and that same computing power, instead of just wasting it solving these algorithms, we could actually uh, solve computational biology problems and hopefully contribute to curing diseases. Yeah, that's fascinating. I'm sure there's a lot of technical jargon behind that. But basically, uh, researchers for those types of diseases you know, are, are in need of computational power and part of your system is lending them that that uh, computational power. Is that is that kind of closer close to the the goal there? That's perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's that's very cool. Now, here's something I'm curious about. First of all, when did this start? Second of all, how did? I mean, th- this is such a big undertaking, especially with so much of the resources going to go help the world. Uh, a who was it exactly who came up with this? And B, how are they going to make any money? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great questions. They're giving uh, away all the money, man. <laughs> uh, so, so Bible Pay actually launched on July 23rd, 2017. So about the end of the summer. And it was created by a, uh, an anonymous developer named Rob, uh, Rob Andrews. Uh, and he's basically been the sole developer uh, just pumping out all of this code. Interesting. He was just anonymously making code available. He's like the Christian Satoshi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that that just brings up more questions than it answers. Where? Uh, so how? Who got a hold of this? That and and started actually developing the you know the project, the website, the the media for it. This is interesting. It sounds more like a a community coming together than somebody with a master plan. Yes. Uh, and those are great great points. And that's the beauty of these uh, decentralized global projects is that now, instead of uh, when you start a business, you know, in a city, you can only really hire people locally around you. Whereas with this online project, you now have access to the whole world to help out and pitch in. And a lot of the work for BiblePay has been by volunteers, um, but we also have a, a monthly budget. So not only do we monthly pay for charities, but we also monthly pay for you know, IT work, uh, PR work advertising, all sorts of people have come and proposed work that they can do and their proposals got passed. And so it has really been a community effort, it, but it's also been challenging. There's, there's definitely been communication challenges and, you know, who's in charge and yeah, I, I yeah, imagine. I bet do, do you guys have a voting system or? me out already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do decisions get made? So with Bible pay, we have a, uh, we have a governance model. So a lot of, a lot of cryptocurrencies out there like Bitcoin, um, they have no way to make decisions. And so when their groups you know, disagree, uh, you end up having splits of the coin where people fork off and make another version of it with different code changes. Uh, and so there's like, oh my goodness, like 16, 17 forks of Bitcoin. Um, the big one being uh, Bitcoin Cash, where they're arguing over the block size. Uh, and so with, with BiblePay, BiblePay is based on uh, a, a top cryptocurrency named Dash. Dash is what made this masternode governance model where basically investors have a certain number of coins that you lock up and by doing that action, by locking up these coins, you then gain uh, voting power. So every one of these masternodes you have is, is one voting power. 
uh, and people put up these proposals on how, you know, hey, you know, what charity are we going to fund? How much are we going to fund them? And people put up their own proposals wanting to get funded. And all of these master nodes then come and vote on them. And they have to get like 10% more yes votes than no votes. Uh, Interesting. And, and just the whole system works in this kind of decentralized way where no one actually is really in charge. It's just people who have investments into the coin have more decisions, have more voting power. It's really wow. interesting. It, it, there's a, I found a lecture about blockchain, a biblical defense of the block or not blockchain, but a decentralization. And, and the gentleman who made the lecture had no knowledge of cryptocurrencies or anything. He was talking about decentralization in general. But, but I think it's interesting. You bring up a, an interesting point because th this person's theology, which I'm not fully on board with, but he talks about Christian reconstructionism. And that's this whole idea that, that God is the center and, and he's, he rules, but it's not like an elite group of religious people ruling, but rather um, just people running things that need to get done within the Christian community. So it's really interesting that you described it that way, because what you kind of described in, in the ecosystem of Bible pay sounds a lot like what this guy, this preacher guy was describing a few years ago with uh, just the idea of decentralization in the church in general. So it's making me think about a lot of stuff. So that's good that you guys are, are doing that. Now, what is, uh, what's the experience like for just a random Christian? If they want to get involved with Bible pay or participate in this, what does that look like? At the moment, there's a lot, a lot that people can get involved with. Uh, I guess the thing that's closest to, to my heart is, is the orphans. So every person who helps create these coins, uh, sort of helps fund these orphans, right? So people, if they want to sort of donate their computer power um, to mining Bible pay, um, then they can get involved that way. And of course, they'll be rewarded for that as well. But also we have uh, every orphan that we sponsor, we don't want to just give them the financial support. We want to give them you know, other kinds of support too. So we have a, a letter writing system uh, where you can write a letter uh, to the orphan and it will get emailed basically to the to this orphan, and of course, people can people can buy Bible Pay and support us that way on on um, on some of the exchanges that they were on, and basically just hold that as long as you feel comfortable, and and yeah, hopefully it'll make you a bit of money too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, one of the biggest things uh, concerns in the cryptocurrency arena right now is the use of funds raised. And you guys uh, make some really awesome claims that, of course, uh, anybody listening to this show as well as myself would love to support. Now, do you guys make your transactions uh, public? Can people actually watch those that money move out and uh, move to the the charities? And does it move in the form of cryptocurrency or in uh, some fiat? Uh, sure. So you're asking about is there a public record to these uh paying out of the budget. So, so just stepping back, uh, most coins or a lot of coins will have a pre-mine where they'll mine uh, a portion of the coins already and that they'll hold on to those and that's their funds. And so there's a lot of uh, ICOs, initial coin offerings, and they like own all the coins and they sell some of them you know, to the public and stuff. Um, and then there's also pre-mined or insta-mined coins. They actually hold a, a big chunk of them starting out. Uh, and so the great thing with Bible Pay is that there was no pre-mine. There was no you know, initial coin offering thing. Everyone started off with no coins. And so you had to either mine them or buy them. But yeah, so, so getting to the transparency of the, of the funds and how they're spent. So basically every month we have this proposal system where about 20% of the coins for that month are all going to get paid out to anyone who creates these proposals uh, and their proposals pass. So we have people put up proposals for these different charities. We're actually sponsoring three different charities now 
uh, Compassion International, Bee Love Orphan Outreach Missions, and Cameroon One. And so we currently, each one's different. So Compassion was the initial one that, that Rob, the lead developer, you know, started with. And Rob actually handles all of those funds and handles converting the Bible Pay coins to Bitcoin and then the Bitcoin to dollars. And he pays Compassion in dollars. But Bloom, run by uh, April, she actually gets the Bible Pay coins directly to her Bible Pay wallet. And then she then ends up doing whatever with it, uh, selling it, converting it into Bitcoin, converting it into dollars. I'm not sure. Uh, and then for the other charity, we have a third person who's uh, handling in between for that charity. So he'll probably be converting it to dollars for them. Um, but everything is uh, pretty out in the open. Okay, that's we, great. We, yeah, sorry. Could I just also add, we also have a, a website. I think it's accountability.biblepay.org. Uh, where Rob actually lists, or he uploads the PDFs of, of the funds he's paid to Compassion. So it's another. Oh, that's beautiful. And also, you can also see uh, we uh, we have a blockchain explorer, which is just a website where you can see basically every transaction that that happens um, with BioPay as well. The same thing is kind of like EtherScan or uh, for Ethereum. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Now, what about? In the future, what do you guys plan to do? You guys have a roadmap of uh, where you want to take Bible Pay in the next couple of years. Uh, that's definitely a Togo question. <laughs> there you go, Togo. <laughs> There's a lot on the roadmap. Um, we were trying to hire more developers, which is super really tough because right now we only have Rob. He's the only developer on the project, and he's he's working really hard. But one of the big things is we we just funded a proposal for this guy named Habib to he's going to do a conference with Bible Pay two different conferences. He's going to teach people about Bible pay and he just got funded and he really wants a mobile wallet because a lot of people there have smartphones but don't necessarily have PCs. And so now we're, we're trying to scramble to find someone to build a mobile wallet real quick. Mm. Um, but, but future, uh, the future is kind of technical and stuff. We've, we've basically passed uh, all the beginning hurdles. We're trying to get on a bigger exchange. Uh, we started working with a PR person. We're trying to get some articles written and, and Rob, Rob's uh, he's, he's quite the genius. And he's, he has some ideas uh, still sitting back that he wants to work on. And doing this, the science research was an amazing obstacle that we passed, and it, and it works. That's really cool. But yeah, so the future, we're just trying to spread the word more, really, is where we're at. We're trying to get the website finished up and cleaned up, get all the information on there. Um, we're, then we'll start doing our PR and advertising and marketing and get a mobile wallet. And then Rob is getting into technical stuff. Uh, he wants to port the code over into Stratus into C Sharp. Mm. Uh, and get a better looking wallet, uh, make the code you know more easy for other people to start working on it. Right. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Now, for the layman uh, crypto or the crypto beginner, where can they get their hands on this? And uh, what's the price sitting at about now? I got the chart open if you want me to look at it. I don't want you, Gons. <laughs> I want Luke to answer. Uh, very good. Very good. Yeah. So so if you if you have Bitcoin and you wanted to wanted to buy some Bible pay with Bitcoin, we are on two working exchanges. Um, one of them is called South Exchange, which I believe is based in Argentina. Uh, so you can you can basically transfer your Bitcoin to the South Exchange and and yeah purchase Bible pay on, on there. Uh, I think the price oh, I haven't checked for a little while, but it must be about 0.3 cent US cents or something like that. It's at Somewhere point, around there, maybe 0.2. At this recording, and obviously this could change at a moment's notice, but uh, 0.002307. Um, hey, so you can get you can get yeah, a great great deal on the coin. Yeah, market cap at a million two and circulating supply five hundred thirty two million. 
188,569. Is that a, is that a, uh, a hard supply or is that, um, uh, is there a limited supply or is it something that, how does that work? Uh, there, there's a limited supply of, of 5.2 billion, uh, by okay. the year 2050. All so right. only about a 10th of the supply is, is out in the open. Yeah. And I did see also that there is, uh, a 10% deflationary rate. Uh, yeah. So, so Bible pay coins will be minted. They'll be, they'll be mined. Um, and the the reward will slowly get smaller and smaller and smaller. So that means that it'll uh, help keep the value of the coin rising, as a, as opposed to shrinking with inflationary rates. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and with and with the government, or like you know, or a place like Zimbabwe, if people keep printing more and more money and adding more and more money into the ecosystem, your the money you have becomes less and less valuable. Uh, and the great thing with a lot of these cryptocurrencies is that they have a maximum value of coins that there's ever going to be. Some of them don't though. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. Now, Luke, I'm interested. You mentioned uh, about supporting the orphans and how that's very important to you. I'm wondering uh, what kind of stories have come out of your experience with uh, Bible pay and the orphans that are being cared for and you know, even with the research being done. Uh, let us know a little bit about uh, the kinds of good that uh, are actively being done right now by the existence of Bible pay. Yeah, so that's a really great question. So if I, if I start with the research, uh, we started out uh, only about a month ago on this uh, cancer-solving algorithm uh, called Rosetta. And basically from... Yeah, within, within one month, we're now the biggest team solving these cancer problems. Um, so we've gone from zero to number one very quickly, which is what I think is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, regarding the orphans, um, so yeah, so as I said, we, we, we're sending a lot of these letters out and we, we're actually just starting to get letters back from these, these orphans now. So we're just starting to, we're kind of in, in the process of, 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 of the beginning process, really where we're starting to develop this relationship. So not only supporting them financially, but also, you know, encouraging them and, and giving them a bit of hope for the future just through communication. Um, and we, we did have, uh, yeah, two new um, sponsorship uh, charities that we're sponsoring. And recently, April from Bloom, uh, she, she sent us some pictures of the kids that she uh, that we're sponsoring because she went over there and told them all about BiblePay. So, so I think that's going to be quite a, exciting thing to look forward to in the future and see how that relationship between the orphans and and the community members of bible pay see how that develops that's beautiful now uh, i'm curious again i mean this is a this is a cryptocurrency with an awesome mission with to do good in the world and to uh you know spread the goodness of christ and 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 follow his example in caring for those who are not cared for and uh, it's really exciting to see this happening, especially in this space, which uh, is kind of up in the air as far as what the future holds, uh, even as far as its core values of decentralization. And uh, obviously, there's been some some uh, you know sketchy things going on recently with uh, big players and um, governmental uh, organizations trying to sort of invade the space, which goes against again, again towards its uh, kind of initial uh, belief system in cryptocurrency. But I mean, do you guys have any big goals or, or what does Bible pay mean to you? I'm going to start with uh, Togo and then let's go to Luke. Hmm. Uh, yes. So, uh, <laughs> 
Let me just drop four paragraphs of a yeah. question on you. And then, uh, Big goals. You just tell me the, the deepest depths solve of your all the heart. Problems of the world. <laughs> well, I'm just curious. I mean, this this is a pretty uh, this is a pretty. I mean, it's a world changing concept for sure, especially for the children and the researchers uh, who are the benefiting directly from the work you guys are doing. And uh, I'd, I'd just love for the listeners to hear a little bit more about your heart and how this is impacting you and maybe your vision for the future and what you hope for Bible Pay to accomplish as you move towards your uh, your currency cap in 2050. <laughs> Luke, if you got an answer, bro, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll pass it to you, man. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so... I, I, well, the thing I really like about Bible Pay is that we're hard coded in. Ten percent of our mission is going to charity. So as the value of our currency rises, we get this linear increase with the number of orphans we can sponsor. So really, what what motivates me to keep going with Bible Pay and where I want to be in the future is that we're sponsoring right now two hundred. We're sponsoring two thousand, twenty thousand. You know, I don't know. Can we get to two hundred thousand? A million orphans that we can sponsor right that's the thing that is really motivating me is that there's a linear increase with the value of our currency so i want to increase that value and sponsor more of these more of these kids that are in need you know that's Um, awesome where i see it going i mean there are there are a lot of sort of plans that we might might implement one day some things that i think would be fantastic as we're talking about integrating e-commerce um into bible pay so perhaps you can buy a bible or you can buy a blanket for someone, a homeless person or something through using Bible Pay directly. And I think that that would really give us a new way to help people and donate. I've got this idea in the back of my head that maybe I can talk to some of these charities and instead of accepting just US dollars or other fiat, um, maybe they can accept Bible Pay directly and and people can donate or tip people using Bible Pay. Um, So, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're less than a year old but I think there's a, a lot of things that we can do, a lot of good that we can do if we do it right. Yeah, that's awesome. Amen, brother. Amen. I've been um, looking into some stuff and, and trying to find if there's any correlation between the the unbanked, because it's, it's part of the, the crypto mission, at least um, you know in, in some circles, is to bank the unbanked, right? That's kind of a thing you hear. Um, and you, and I was looking at the population of what that is, and and I was kind of comparing it to some research that's been done uh, of looking at who, what, like what countries, what what ethnicities, and what groups haven't been reached with the gospel yet. And so, you know, it was really interesting because there is a little bit of an overlap. Um, and, and so, this idea of getting mobile phones to people is is an interesting one where uh, it would be cool if your you know Bible pays already in there, and as the unbanked get banked. You know, part of what they can have is Bible pay as an option. You know, I don't know. It's, it's, it would be hard because it would have to be different languages and stuff. I mean, I don't know. I'm getting kind of way <laughs> you're, too you're complicated. Rambling, I'm rambling, you're rambling about stuff. I, have, I don't have a question. That's Gons like wants specific. to join your dev team. No, I don't. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Not Come on, brother. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I, I see, I, I see the possibilities of like how awesome this thing can be. So. You know, I, I'm sharing in the excitement here, but uh, I don't know. Have you guys thought about some of those those angles of of you know taking advantage of this whole unbanked thing and and being kind of in the forefront of that? 
totally. Uh, Rob, one of Rob's uh, goals is to help bank the unbanked. And I also think it's interesting you brought up uh, the Bible being in different languages. I think that'd be great for us to work on. So far, we don't have the main translators, but we got some other stuff translated. Uh, but currently, with the uh, the science research, the, the cancer research that's doing these protein folding algorithms, you can actually use uh, an Android device. You can use your mobile phone and actually uh, contribute your your CPU cycles of your phone to this uh, cancer research and get and get rewarded in Bible pay coins. Yeah, see, th- that's that's the kind of stuff that I think can really change the concept of mining and all this stuff, just in general people, because right now, you know, people are hearing about, oh, if you're on, if you, if you go to Starbucks, you use the Wi-Fi there, then it's, it's possible that, you know, they're running scripts and stuff that are, they're using your, your browser to, to mine cryptocurrencies. I mean, that's kind of what we've heard. Uh, so if there's a positive spin to that, like, Hey, you're actually, you know, by doing this, you're contributing to something that's actually positive people's perspective would change on that. I mean, it could take off. I it would imagine, but yeah, it's cool that you, you, you guys have that in mind and just, you know, and I'm sure that it's a, uh, the vision is all there. It's just execution. That's the, that's the difficult part getting people involved that can actually pull off some of this stuff. Anything else that you guys have or want to share that's really kind of on your mind or heart about the project? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, just expanding on that last answer. Um, so since I, Togo mentioned that we have this guy, Habib, in Ghana who's going to be doing this tour, and he's been talking about, let's get a mobile wallet for Bible Pay. One of our community members actually stepped up, and he's, he's pretty decent chunk of the way there to making, making this mobile application. So I think, I think we're, we're sort of heading down that road. And yeah, these, these people in these, in these countries can solve these computational biology, these protein-folding problems, and be rewarded in Bible Pay. And for us, maybe if we got $2 a day, in Bible pay, that's two US dollars a day. That's nothing. You know, maybe it's just a you know, it's not going to pay for our dinner or anything. But in some of these countries, two dollars a day is going to be the difference between you know eating for a week or not. Right. Yeah. Yep. Nope. That's a that's a huge. It's going to be a huge impact, especially since much of the world who don't have access to things like hardwired internet or computers or laptops or things like that, the availability of mobile phones is going to be. Uh, one of the biggest uh, ways to connect rural communities and you know developing countries yeah. to things like bible pay and that's where the biggest benefits going to be so that's uh, fantastic yeah you can you can crowdfund even you know people have needs in their church or their local community if they you know they put out their kind of like a one of those crowdfunding sites out there that you know and have it done through bible pay and people around the world can fund certain projects and it's pretty powerful Good job, That's guys. Great idea. I really like that. I like that. Hold on. Are you guys yep. have it? Again, Gons <laughs> will be get, uh, sending in his application to your development <laughs> yeah. team over the next week. <laughs> With my zero um, experience coding. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Uh, Luke, can you give us, uh, let us know how people can get involved with Bible Pay. Give us your uh, your email, your your websites, your Facebooks, your, uh, you know, your the blockchain address. To tell yeah. people how they can get involved. Your private key. Well, yeah. <laughs> passwords. Yeah, <laughs> address. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, Togo is the sort of social media manager. So I, I'm actually going to throw that question over to him. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot of ways to get involved. Uh, you can mine some coins. You can you know buy and invest in some coins. You can also get paid for any sort of work that you propose. If you want to, you know, write articles or you want to do some sort of advertising 
or contribute some other type of skill to the project, you just write up a proposal and people will vote on it. So th- there's a lot of ways to get involved in. That's awesome. Why don't you let us know the uh, the website, the Facebook, the oh yeah, sure. How do people oh. get a hold of you? Yeah, so our website is biblepay.org. Uh, you can just search for the keyword uh, Bible Pay, and you'll find all of our information. Uh, we have a Bible Pay Reddit. Uh, we, we're Bible Pay on Twitter. And we also have a uh, Bible Pay forum and also a Bible Pay Discord. There you go. You got it all. So everybody out there, make sure to hit up Bible Pay. Take a look for yourself, BiblePay.org. Uh, do you guys have a contact email address or is that something we can find on the website? Oh, I got it right here. Contact at BiblePay.org. Get involved, people. Go check it out, especially if you're uh, just starting to move into this cryptocurrency space. This is a, a group of people trying to do great things and uh, stuff that aligns with what we are called to do in this world. Um, so, uh, And especially in an industry as new and as emerging as and as interesting and as uh, potential-filled as cryptocurrency. This is what you want to start getting involved with. So BiblePay.org. Luke and Togo, thank you so much for coming on the show. Again, if there's any last words you have, now would be the time or else forever holds your peace. But uh, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show, and we hope that uh, some people get involved because of it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is Bible Pay. What do you What are you gonna think? Are you gonna Are you gonna grab some Bible Pay? Are you going to help the children? Or I don't know. Is it another one of the the sort of passing fads? I'm curious. Uh, what are crypto experts out there? Somebody give me some tips. Should I get in? What's the deal? <laughs> but I will say, Gon's very interesting concept. Uh, I would say I would love to talk with the creator of it. And and you know, a lot of times with this, you kind of gotta trust that whoever is doing the the work is doing the good work. But I think as far as the potential of the blockchain and cryptocurrency in the coming financial space, this is a very interesting concept to look at. Yeah, um, it feels like it's a little early, you know, uh, hopefully they can. Yeah. That's a good thing that, uh, you know, eventually everybody else is going to get on the blockchain and they, they, you know, would be one of the first ones there. And but uh, I, I do think it's yet to be seen. And, uh, you know. We'll, I'm sure there'll, there'll be more than than your fair share of Christian-based crypto projects in the future. I know uh, we're too, gonna not too long from now. I'm we're guessing. gonna have to get ours started. I do like the idea of the Bible on the blockchain, uh, sort of solidifying it in digital presence. Yeah. Um, but you know, we talked enough about that on on the on the conversation itself. However, uh, I think this is an interesting opportunity if we have any people out there who feel like they may have uh, some help to give or some good influence to provide to a project like that. Hey, maybe consider it. Maybe that's a a good place to step into the cryptocurrency space and uh, lend your aid. But don't forget about listening to our show called canary cry news talk which was birthed out of flybys we wouldn't have canary cry news talk if it wasn't for flybys i know you guys part of the reason we are doing flybys is to 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 write poems right when basil was really feeling the 
I stand by my emo poem. <laughs> we need more. The, I think people want Illuminati. more emo poems. Hey, if the crowds cry out, I will bring you more emo poems about... I, I had a, a whole other very emotional um, uh, presentation. We were going to do a flyby. We just never ended up doing it. But let us let us know, guys. Do you want more flybys? Do you want more creative material? Did you like it? And while you wait, head over to Canary Cry News Talk. You can find it in all the same places you can find Canary Cry Radio. But I think you can actually find Canary Cry News Talk in more places now. Is that right, Guns? Yeah, we're trying to get out to different outlets. And I know everybody has different podcasts. I was unaware of this. I did not know anybody listened to podcasts outside of the iTunes podcast app on your iPhone. Yeah, but apparently well, that's the case. Yeah. But long, long story short, we have submitted our RSS feed to a bunch more podcatchers. So if you have a podcatcher that is not receiving Canary Cry Radio or Canary Cry News Talk, keep an eye out on there and uh, subscribe, rate and review on those ones so we can continue to get the word out and continue to spread the good word. Hey, Guns. Yep. Uh, You got Android, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Microsoft Windows app, SoundCloud. We're waiting for uh, Spotify. Uh, YouTube, Stitcher. Did you know, Basil, <laughs> every time I log into my Stitcher, you can see the first day you logged in and how many hours you've listened to. And wow. mine says December 8th, 2012. Oh my gosh. And 5,000 hours. Wow. Of listening on Stitcher. So, do you uh, listen? Do you listen on Stitcher? Is that like your main zone? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I, huh. Stitcher's. Pr- it, it, I think it compresses the files a little bit, so it's mm. not as data heavy as the iPhone app, which I learned or felt like. I don't know, maybe it's changed now. I haven't really used it, but yeah. Disclaimer: We are not getting paid by Stitcher nope. to talk about how great Stitcher is. <laughs> All right, everybody, there you go. We're a Make people sure- podcast. There you go. We're here for the people. Um, if you want to support Canary Cry Radio financially, go to canarycryradio.com/support. It's the way we keep the lights on over here. Um, th- don't forget, Gons, you just hit two hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Face like the sun YouTube channel. I know how everybody out there is watching it listening to it everybody go check it out my uh, project the joy spiracy theory still coming out with uh, with with awesome awesome interviews with listeners and uh the fringe radio people that you love talking about uh life and joy and god and a little bit of conspiracy theories not that much but make sure to check out the joy spiracy theory um okay anything else guns i think that's it Okay, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this Canary Cry Radio flyby. Oh, Make sure to tune... Wait a minute. We're forgetting something. Uh Uh-oh. I want to shake things up, stir up some controversy, rattle a few cages. Hey, stop that! Don't ever silence me! I'm the last angry man, a crusader for the little guy! Leave the bird alone! Never! Rattle a few cages! Rattle a few cages!
You're right. I can't believe I forgot the rattle a few cages. That's right, everybody. Hey, we don't pay for advertising. We do not do anything like that. Ah, maybe we did something on Facebook. I don't know if we still do that. But hey, the only way that this show spreads is by you sharing it with the ones you love, the ones you care about, the ones you want to rattle their cages a little bit. So there you go. Go on out there, people. Rattle some cages. And thanks for listening to this episode of Canary Cry Radio Flyby. Make sure to tune in next time. But until then, think outside the cage. Thank you.